0: You won't catch me singing the Star-Spangled Banner at the top of my lungs, but if 46 cancels all student debt, then you might catch me wearing the American flag down 42nd Street. Previously on Fill My Cup, we traveled way back like four flats on a Cadillac to the early years of my parents' marriage and learned the meaning of my name. Speaking of names, welcome to another episode of Fill My Cup. I am your host, Yinka. I recently got a chance to sit down with my mom, and if you're new here, this entire season I will be traveling through aspects of her life as she recounts her experiences with change, marriage, friendships, so on and so forth. So, without further ado, grab a cup of tea, glass of Prosecco, a glass of apple cider, because this is a judgment-free zone as we fill our cups in America. Coming to America was never my mom's idea. It was my dad's. So, recently when I got a chance to ask her, I asked her why. Why did she want to come here? Why did she agree? Cause she could have said no. Why did you agree? The question was simple, yet she took a heavy breath, staring off into the beige collared walls of my bedroom. I had my reasons, she said. The decision of coming to America is not one made lightly. The year prior to the migration, My mother had an encounter with a family friend that left a bitter taste in her mouth. I did not like the way she spoke to my children. She acted as though she was better than us, and I just didn't like that. The encounter was a secondary reason, as she says. So what was the primary reason? I asked. She took another deep breath, as if searching for the answers within the walls of my bedroom. I was tired, she finally admitted. Tired of your father. For as long as I can recall, he'd been with one too many women, I lost count. You know, he once told me that someday he would find another wife, and I remember being so young and worried because why would he want another wife when he had me? When he had three wonderful children, why would he want anything else? My parents' marriage was far from perfect. In fact, I would be remiss if I said it was anything less than a disaster, And even then, I'm sugarcoating it. So it made sense why a woman who had been scorned for years on end would take the next thing flying to a foreign land. Because sometimes, the angel you don't know is better than the devil you do know. She continued on. The pain he caused me fueled my decision. I figured if he was eventually going to leave me for a second wife, I might as well get something out of the marriage now. That something happened to be a one-way ticket to America. My mom grew up in a polygamous home. As she tells it, my grandfather had seven wives, 30 children, and more than enough grandchildren to fill a classroom. So she knew the hardships her mother and siblings faced as well. Coming to America was the easy part. Now living in America was much difficult. My mother went from being a businesswoman who never had to work for anyone to barely make an end meet you know i think somewhere down the line he got jealous i know he'd never admit it but i married the man so i know this the first few years of living in america was hell now that i recall it but as a kid i thought it was great i remember my mom would pick furniture from the garbage and that's how we ended up with a fully furnished living room we lived in a cramped one-bedroom apartment, honestly, it really was a shoebox. My mom and brother would take the bed while my sister and I would sleep on a mattress on the ground. Again, I was young and the beauty of being young is that sleeping on the floor is kind of like a vacation because, you know, your imagination takes you all these places and all that stuff. Now, in our first snowstorm, I recall she didn't have a car. As she was on her way to work, she had to rely on New York City transit buses. She was running for the bus when she fell on the sidewalk. She cried, not because she fell or the fact that she just missed her bus and would have to wait another 30 minutes. No, she cried because she was tired. Life in America had not been kind to her for a multitude of reasons. So would you do it again? I asked. She doesn't stare blankly this time. She shakes her head, refuting the thought of it. Knowing what I know now, I wouldn't have said yes. Your father would have pestered me again and again, but I would have stayed back home. America isn't what it's thought out to be. It's all smoke and mirrors. The only difference between us and people back home is that we live here. Other than that, life is just the same. If she never agreed to come here, I wouldn't be here. And that makes me wonder if my life would be different, or just the same with different people. I truly have respect for people who fight tooth and nail to make it to America in search of a better life, because migrating to a foreign land is never easy. Looking back now, it was a lesson on perseverance for myself, my siblings, and most especially my mother. I know everyone says this because women are awesome and moms are really the greatest beings on the planet. But my mom is truly the strongest woman i know and i always say this but if i end up half the woman she is i think oh no i know i'd be just fine okay guys thank you for listening to episode two of fill my cup this is fill my cup in america being 12 and starting life over was fun and picking trash off the sidewalk to create a furnished living room is what I like to call a humbling experience. I don't think I've shared certain aspects of like my life this far. Very few people actually know that story of like picking trash off of the sidewalk to make a living room. I don't actually, I don't know, maybe only my therapist and like my siblings obviously know that story, but yeah, it's uh, it's truly, truly, it's a a eye-opening experience. And as a kid, you don't really think of it as that. It's just, okay, we're picking up trash furniture from the sidewalk but as i think of it now it's so embarrassing because I'm, i mean i do remember being 12 and like just having secondhand embarrassment because my mom would take those like furnitures on the bus because we didn't have a car and she'd take it on the bus and i would just feel so embarrassed like i would sit far away from her as possible just because i didn't want people to know that we like we were we were related I promise y'all I'm not a terrible child. I was just 12 and I was embarrassed. I'm sure you would too, but if you've made it this far, I'm truly thankful to you for tuning in and listening to today's episode. Now you don't have to leave, but before you go, please don't forget to subscribe and follow the podcast. You can subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcast, iTunes Podcast, Podbean, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Tell your friends about it. Even tell your play cousin, Watermelonisha. I don't know any watermelonishas, but ma'am, if you're listening and your name is Watermelonisha, God bless you. God bless you. And follow us on Instagram. I'm kidding. If your name is really Watermelonisha, girl, what's up, girl? How you doing? How you, how you doing? How you doing? How you living? Okay. How you living? <laughs> Anyway, follow us on Instagram at fillmycuppod. You can also email us your questions or stories. If you have any great migration stories, I'd love to hear them. Uh, You can email it to us at fillmycuppod at gmail.com. All right, y'all. Once again, I am your host, Yinka, and you're listening to Fill My Cup, the podcast.